everybody. Good Welcome night. to Buffy Speak. Good night to you and night. yours. It is season five, episode eleven, also known as the worst. That's what I've decided. <laughs> Caroline didn't like this episode. Oh my god! The only thing worse than Riley being there is Riley being gone and everybody acting like it's the saddest thing that's ever happened. Everybody's like, I keep forgetting he's gone. It's like, yeah, okay. What about Cordelia? Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. I don't hear y'all talking about Cordelia. And she was in the Every- show for a full, like, one and a half seasons more than Riley. Yeah. Yeah. I completely agree. Um, and so what they're doing instead... I don't know. I didn't get this episode. Well, okay, this episode... Also, I'm sorry. You're going to hear cars in the background. Um, my apartment is does not have AC. And it is too warm in here. <laughs> to do this without the window open. But anyway... Um, yeah, like, I, the point of this episode to me kind of seemed like, like, putting unlikely pairs together was one of the goals mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. Um, sprinkled in with, like, some, some constants, like, like Buffy and Giles, they have a couple of really good scenes this episode. Uh, but, yeah, the rest of it is, like, let's make Anya hang out with Willow. Yeah. And it's like, let's have Tara hang out with Buffy, which I'm fine with. I really am, Mm -hmm. you know? But it was also kind of unnatural. Like, it was kind of like, you ladies have some things to work out. We're going to lock you in a room by yourselves, you know? (laughs) Like, it's, I don't know. And I guess it was maybe just a way to make Anya more part of the group, because I do feel like that was achieved at the end of the episode. Okay, so the gist here, the gist here, is that Giles has gone to England to talk to the Watchers Council about what about Glory to see if they have any resources that can help find her or figure out what her deal is mm-hmm. um, and he leaves Anya and Willow in charge of the store and Anya Willa and Tara, Willow and Tara are <laughs> running the store and Willow and Tara are using the store supply Inventory. Yeah, which, like, no, I totally, I am on Anya's side 100% in this scenario. Yeah, I'm like, get your own shit, you know, or pay for it. Like, I would never, that's the equivalent of, like, when you ask your artist friend to draw you for free. Yeah. You know, it's like, hey, can I use your, can I use your witch ingredients to make spells for free? And it's like, this is, I mean, for all intents and purposes, this is a small business. Yeah, like, yeah, it absolutely is. He can't afford to lose all this stuff. It's not like it's like the Walmart of magic stores. Like, <laughs> it's imagine, imagine if Willow was stealing books off the library shelves when he was a librarian at the school. You know, SMH, SMH. I can't stand it. Um, but I also see like her point. She's like, I'm doing it to help Buffy. You know, but it's also like, what are you gonna replace that? But yeah, for real. Regardless. Since um, no one in the show has a job except apparently. for Anya and Xander. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so they they start fighting. And then it turns into being about Xander, <laughs> which I, don't I hate. I, I hate. It doesn't don't. pass the Bechtel test. No, it, uh, 100% does not. And, and it's I just mean, like, I get it. Like, I get both right, sides. Right, that's exactly what I was about to say. That's exactly what I was about to say. Because, so, okay, there's a bunch of nonsense that goes down. (laughs) 
nonsense, which results in, um, I don't know, I guess Willow set Anya's ex-boyfriend free from a crystal that yeah. he had been trapped in? Presumably by Anya. Does he say who put him in this crystal? No, he said witches. Witches. Witches put him in the crystal. Um, but Anya turned him into a troll way back when, centuries ago, when Anya and he were dating, and then he cheated on Anya, and Anya turned him into a troll, and that's how she got her job as the vengeance demon. Mm-hmm. And now, and then, later in life, Anya is being the vengeance demon, this man, now a troll, <laughs> is living his life to its fullest, and he apparently crosses some witches, and they encapsulate him in a crystal, and then another couple centuries later... The crystal is inside the magic shop where Anya happens to work. Oh, man. You want to know something crazy? Sorry. I'm looking up the actor who played... Yeah, do it. Do it. He... The guy who played Olaf was 20. When... 20 years old? Yeah. He is younger than any of the other actors on that show. (laughs) Yeah, he was like... Him and Michelle Trachtenberg were like hanging out. Yeah, I know. They were like... (laughs) Man, these people do not know how to use Snapchat, am I right? <laughs> am I right, ladies? Am I right? So, yeah, so this, the problem this episode is the troll. I'm such an <laughs> idiot. Sorry, he was 30. Okay, now we're more I can't right do math, is Listen, the point of artists, this. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm really, you're hilarious. I'm so disappointed in myself. She was sitting here just looking at the year. I was like, what's 1999 minus 1969? And I knew that it was not 1999 when this episode came out. But I was like, oh my gosh, he was like 20, 21 years old. And then I'm like thinking about it. I'm like, no, Beth, nine minus six is three. Oh my God. Um, (laughs) This is our, this is our expert. This is our woman with a master's degree, everybody. um, I have two degrees. Two degrees. Uh, So... Two degrees from stupidity. Yeah, for real. Uh, So, the troll, he's just running around, and he's just destroying shit. And he walks around screaming about how he wants to eat babies, and about how he wants meat. (laughs) He says, where's the meat? (laughs) One of my favorite lines in this episode is when he's like, where can I acquire a baby? And Spike's like, what do you think, the hospital? Yeah, that was that was a really good. James Marsters was a plus in this episode. He was funny. He's always good. He always shines through. I think that's the reason. I mean, it's probably like he's so uh, charismatic. Yeah, you actually might have told me this, but was it like Spike was not originally supposed to have such a big role? No, he was supposed to be gone after season two. Okay, that's what I thought you had told me. Yeah, he's just he just really shines through, and I mean, I guess he hasn't really done much else. He's in Runaway. He's in Marvel's Runaways now. Okay, he's, he's a, he's I don't a villain. Watch that. Okay, I'm that's wondering good to hear, if I should. If any of you listen to Marvel's Run or watch Marvel's Runaways, please tell me if I should dedicate my time to watching it because it has been so long since I've been impressed by a Marvel TV show. Uh, yeah, I didn't watch Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones I didn't watch because I knew it would really bum me out. (laughs) Yeah, and then I watched the first season of Daredevil, but I didn't watch the second season. No, yeah, same. I I watched, like, half of the first episode of season two, and then I was like, this is, it's just all really dark. And I'm just, sometimes I'm just, that's not what I, 
I don't know. I can't remember the last time I've watched like a TV show where it's just like very bleak. I guess Westworld yeah. was the last show I watched. You didn't even like that one. I did not like <laughs> Westworld. Yeah. Please fight um, me about it. Yeah, I'm with you. I usually like Come I usually like lighter shows. I invite it. Um <laughs> uh yeah, no. So, um anyway, yeah, he's just so so he's like Stomping he's running around. amok, and then he shows up. He smells the beer, so At he runs bronze, to the bronze yeah. where Xander and Spike are hanging out, which is another like what? A lot of people, um, a lot of people ship Xander and Spike. Of course they do. They're the only two men in the show. <laughs> you know, basically, other than Giles, who is too grown. Yeah, for real. Who is still question mark dating Olivia? Yeah, I mean, long distance, we suppose. We don't know. Buffy the Vampire Slayer know. has the fifth most fan fictions on fanfiction.net, and we are about to see how what the most popular ships are. I'm okay. guessing number one. I'm sorry. This is very... No, no, I'm no, really it, into fandom it. and, like, Show. shipping and stuff like that. No, this this you know what episode is not really worth writing home about, no. honestly. You know what I so, hate? So, it's fine. We could talk about other stuff. What? I hate, what do you hate? I hate that this episode is named Triangle. Me too. Because it's Me about ra- it's about love triangles. Like it's supposed to be like a love triangle, like between Willow, uh, Willow Xander Anya and Anya, and, Xander, and then Xander, Anya, and the troll. The troll, I guess. Yeah, it's just like I mean, I'm sure they didn't like. That's just what it invokes, though. That's the image that it invokes. Yeah, I guess. I guess. That's that's What's just, like, what I thought. I was just like, oh, oh, no. Oh, no. I was She's just, disappointed. Yeah, I'm just, like, very just, like, whatever. I don't know. I don't know. I This episode was not very impressive. No, it wasn't. And, um... I mean, it, we came to some helpful resolutions near the end. Like, I, I do think that Anya was a little bit more understood by Willow, who's a core member of the group, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and Anya's getting there just by being there for so long, you know? Uh-huh. Um, and I like, I like her. I like her a lot. Uh, she's being a little bit of a stickler this episode, but, you know, that's, that's part of her gimmick, I guess. So, at the end of the episode... While they're trying to destroy this demon, they kind of come to the realization that the reason that Anya has issues with Willow is because Xander cheated on one of his girlfriends, his last girlfriend, with Willow. So I understand that point of view. Mm -hmm. I would absolutely be like, I don't know you, you know? Right. And, you know, you're the same person. Because the thing is, is that we didn't think that Willow was capable of that when she was... Like, before that happened, mm-hmm. you know? it's At least I certainly didn't, right? I thought she was really nice and, you know, really, like, really ethical. Thoughtful. Right. And, um, and then she did that, and now she still gives off the same vibes of, like, I would never hurt anybody. Like, little old me? How could I, you know? Yeah. And so, so I get where Anya's coming from, and then... From Willow's perspective, she is worried because Anya used to literally destroy slash mutate men for a living. Mm-hmm. And specifically when they wronged her or other women. Yeah. So, and Xander's a fucking idiot. And so, 
Willow knows that at some point he's going to do something to just really piss Anya off. Um, And so Willow's, like, worried that she was going to do something. But Anya makes a really good point. Anya's like, I don't even have powers anymore. Yeah, like, what could I do? Yeah. And, Um, and, um, and And Willow's like... There's other ways to hurt Xander. And it's like, yeah, you would know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you would know. God, I, it's just so frustrating. Sometimes Willow... Sometimes Willow frustrates me, as every character does in this show at right, one point yeah, or yeah. another. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, so it's just like... That was kind of just the gist. That's one of the realizations. And then also at the end of the episode, Dawn overhears Buffy, Giles, and Joyce talking about um, Giles' trip overseas about glory mm-hmm. and um they she overhears that i don't know if she overheard that she was the key but she definitely she, overheard that yeah. she that she is associated with the key mm-hmm. um and so it's kind of she's just like already got all these little doubts and stuff which also that's another thing it's like as an adult I occasionally talk about things that I specifically do not want my younger siblings to hear. Mm -hmm. And I would never, never, ever, ever just take a seat at my kitchen table and start talking about it. Knowing that she was home. Yeah, so it's like, go outside or something. Damn, this careless. But, yeah, so Dawn comes to that realization, too, which is, you know, fine. It's going to be fine. I mean, she's going to find out eventually, right? Yeah, I mean, there was... There's no way that she wouldn't have found out, like, without Glory just, like, busting up in and being like, hey, by the yeah. way. <laughs> by the way, you are not human. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that's the gist. And it, there's just a, oh, yeah, and oh, my God. You know what I hated most Please about this me. episode? The way that Buffy was getting, like, triggered by people talking about breakups and then it was weird nobody would hug it was so bizarre and just unrealistic and i just really i hated this episode i really didn't like it i'll tell you right now i'm gonna give it like a three or a four. Oh my gosh yeah there was no point to it i was like great you just wasted my time <laughs> thank you now I have to go talk about this on a podcast. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic. Hey, you stopped talking to me about who what the highest ship was oh, in Buffy, oh, and I oh, was curious. It, I think it's um it looks like it's Spike and Buffy. Okay. That makes that sense. That was not surprising. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Who's two? Do you know? Probably I'm gonna say probably Angel and Buffy. Um Lame. But let me see. So it's like um, Spike Is and Buffy Xander? have 5.6 thousand. Um, out of like 50 or something, 50,000. Oh, okay. Um, Angel and Buffy have 3.1 thousand. Not okay. nearly as much, almost half. Uh, Spike and Xander don't have that much. They have like 770. I think I got that from, um, I have a book, another Buffy book that I bought. Okay. And it's like, I think they sent out a survey it's like, what are your favorite ships? And, like, number one was Spike and Buffy. Number two was Angel and Buffy. And number three was <laughs> Xander and Spike. I was gonna... I was wondering if Xander and Giles was popular. Because people always ruin things like that. 
Um, let me see. You know, you know how people are gross. Giles. Um, there was another. Th- oh yeah, okay. Another really good part of this episode um, is when Spike is, and this is another realistic, uh, unrealistic instance. Excuse me. Spike is holding a box of chocolates. I suppose is what this is. Oh my gosh! And he's that talking to that, that scene. I know he's talking to that blonde mannequin that he keeps in his crypt. And he's trying to apologize to Buffy, I guess, for he knows that he hurt her when he showed her um, Riley Mm -hmm. getting sucked off by a vampire, (laughs) quite literally. Yeah. Um, And so, uh, yeah, so he's like trying to apologize and he just, he just really needs to get his shit together. And that's what I thought. But then I, I immediately realized that that's what he's trying to do. (laughs) And it just, like, I was like, man, this dude needs to get his shit together. But at least he's practicing, you know? Yeah. At least he's not, like, he knows that if he doesn't practice, he's going to end up making things worse. And so he's practicing and practicing. Mm -hmm. And then, and also in this episode, he, um, man, they're good with his character arc. They're good with his, they're doing a great job so far. It's just really gradual. And they make it. They make it obvious enough to where it's like, please take note of this. We are making efforts to change this character. You know what I mean? Like, it's mm-hmm. it's good writing, his his story is. Um, and, uh, okay, yeah, and then there's also the instance where, so the troll is at the bronze, and then Buffy is fighting him, and he hurts a lot of people. And Buffy is going around, like, lifting heavy things off of these people who are being crushed by, like, <laughs> beams and stuff. Man, the bronze has... I don't know why people still go there. It's going to be remodeled. It's going to look different after this episode. Oh, really? That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Um, Yeah, you know, make lemonade, you know? (laughs) If a troll troll tears down your your bar, at least you get an opportunity to remodel. Yeah. And you know what? I bet they saved some money on demolition prices. 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 But anyway, so... Spike is going around and he's putting... He's, like, shoving this blanket under this woman's head. Yeah. And Buffy's like... <laughs> and Buffy's he's, like, like looking over at Buffy. Yeah, like, are you noticing? Yeah, he's taking too long. Like, it's done, and he's, like, still fluffing the pillow, or the jacket, or whatever it is. And uh, Buffy's like, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm trying to make this woman more comfortable. <laughs> and uh, and he points out to her that he has not drank any of the blood <laughs> from any Even of these people. Even though there's so much around. There was, a, there was quite a bit. It's more than he's used to, you know? Um, and so then Buffy's like, you want credit for not drinking from bloody disaster victims? And he's like, well, yeah. (laughs) And she, like, storms off, and I kind of think he should get some, you know? I kind of think that he deserved it. I mean, he could have at least, because the thing is, is that I would imagine that his chip would have had, like, a loophole type thing. Right. Where, because he didn't hurt him. He didn't hurt him. Mm -hmm. And it's on them. And he definitely could have licked them clean like a cat, you know? <laughs> oh, gosh. So I would have cut him. I would have cut him a little bit of slack. I get that Buffy's mad at him, that's like, But anyway. That's like um, in one of the recent episodes, Anya's like, I don't, you know, she says something like, I really, I'd like to avoid, you know, slaughter if at all possible. And then she kind of, she's quiet for a second. She goes, which really just goes to show how much I've grown. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly what it is. And, uh, Anya and Spike are very similar. They are. They absolutely are. I wish they um, would get more. You know why? 
I, I have regrets for this show. I wish Tara and Spike spend more time together. Just because you think it'd be interesting? I think it'd be fun. I think they would be good friends. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> I mean, Tara's super empathetic, so when he says stuff like that, she would be like, she, she prob- probably would be like, Yeah, she'd probably be like, yeah. She's a sweetheart. She's accepting yeah. of everyone. She is. Um, but yeah, my favorite part is when Spike is like, God, what is it? What is it gonna take? <laughs> yeah. Like, what am I gonna have to do to get this bitch to think that I'm nice now? <laughs> but, because um, he's not nice. He's still not nice. But he thinks he is just because he's not evil. He's he's selfish, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. But, I don't know. I mean, I'm still intrigued to see where this is going. Um... I mean, what else? Let me let me <laughs> fucking look through my stuff. I mean, the magic shop is destroyed. Willow and oh, Tara yeah. only have eight hundred ninety-six fan fictions, fan fiction <laughs> things. But these, Wait. the thing is, Buffy also has like its own websites and stuff like that. There's a ton of like, oh okay, a ton of like little specific pages. Yeah, that makes sense. Like there's this there's a Spike and Buffy one called Elysian Fields that I have read a couple on. <laughs> Um, what else? Okay, so this this episode also had... The troll is about to kill both Willow and Anya. Oh, yeah. And then he grabs Sophie's Xander choice. and tells Xander that he gets to choose which woman will die. And then Xander won't choose, so then the troll says it's going to be you who dies. And then Anya offers herself up instead of Xander. Mm -hmm. And it's a nice sentiment, but it's really poorly done. Like, she's like, take me, don't take Xander away, anything but taking Xander away. And she's, like, saying his name over and over. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's poor writing. Um, (laughs) I, I mean it. (laughs) <laughs> this is I for, really mean it. This, this is, is just for real. I, I I believe in this show. I believe in this show. And so when they do shitty stuff like this, I'm like, come on, guys. You know better. You know? Mm-hmm. That's really where this is all coming from. Um, <laughs> Joyce is doing okay. That's another thing. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Buffy's considering becoming a nun. That's one of the jokes. That was... Episode. I thought that was kind of... A little cute. It was funny, yeah, because I've definitely been there. I've been like, great, okay, I'm just going to swear off men and then I'll be safe, you know? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, I don't even know what else to say. I've already told you. I'll give it a four to be generous. But yeah. there was, and the, and because there were moments I liked, um, I, I miss every single time that there's a scene with just Giles and Buffy, and they're, like, talking about the job. Because they're the only two that really get it, I think. Mm-hmm. Or maybe everybody gets it, but they get it slightly more. Mm-hmm. Maybe. That makes sense. There's just a bond there, you know? Right. Um, that even though even though everybody helps, everybody absolutely, like, helps in their own ways. I just do think that, I don't know. There's a bond. Let's leave it at that. Um... So I love those scenes, and I love what Spike was doing this episode, and I like that Joyce is back, and she's being okay. She's such a mom. I love her. They write her as such a mom. I guess it's... My mom talks like that, though. She's like... She's like... um, Oh, you know what we didn't talk about? Not in the last episode. Uh, Oh, yeah, it was in the last episode where 
where <laughs> where Buffy's like, I'm sure Riley's going to want to come over for a little Bible study. And then Joyce oh, yeah, is yeah. like, well, as long as the two of you are spending some quality time with the Lord. Yeah. I love Joyce. Um, it's a nice way to talk, to, you know, practice safe sex, right? <laughs> um, I... If God, if Buffy got pregnant, she would be like in Sims. If you give Sims abs and then they get pregnant, they still have abs when they're pregnant. <laughs> That's funny. I didn't know that. Um, Buffy would be that kind of person. Buffy would I wish- if she was pregnant and then she um, if she she got pregnant, she would have abs while she was pregnant. She'd be buff. Wow, is that why she's called Buffy? She's so buff because she's strong. <laughs> Is that the joke? I don't know. Oh my god. I don't know. Maybe. Anyway, I'm I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm bored talking about this episode. <laughs> um, I don't have anything else to I say. I didn't what hate you, it as much as it? you did. Um, okay, great. <laughs> uh, be a fun over there in La La Land, not facing reality. <laughs> the reality of this episode, which is the fact that it's horrible. I thought it was fine. Um, I thought it was funny. I thought a lot of it was really funny. Yeah. Jeez, yep. <laughs> you're so tough. I'm serious. <laughs> um, I'm going to give it a six. Okay. That's not too bad. The thing is with me is that the episodes that I like, I really like. Mm-hmm. Like, I went back and wrote um, wrote a paper on the Zeppo for <gasps> one of my... Really? Yeah, I did. I wrote back. I went back and wrote a. Um, or it wasn't a paper, but I had to like pick one episode of television to like break down the plot structure, and uh, it, it's just like um, we're being taught how to analyze other TV shows and movies in order to get better by ourselves. You know, like when we're out of college, like we're expected to keep training ourselves and keep critiquing ourselves and stuff like that. And so we were told to pick any episode of any 45 minute episode of television. And I picked the Zeppo. Mm -hmm. So the thing is that when I like episodes, I really like episodes. And then when I hate episodes, I literally, I record this podcast (laughs) about it and then I wipe it from my memory. (laughs) I say, I am never returning to that. Um, I mean like, and I, I like the stupid ones usually. I mean, cause right. There are some stupid ones. Like the, the mantis teacher Love the man. Caroline likes like Caroline likes all of season one. I do. <laughs> I really do. And you know, like like innocence. I want to go back and rewatch that one. Honestly, That's I probably good, will. Uh, a good once, episode. Once this is all said and done, or once I get some more free time. But um, yeah, like there's some really really strong episodes, which is why when I see episodes like this, I'm like. Whose fault is this? <laughs> I want names and I want them fired. I want to it's speak just, to your manager. Yeah, I'm very passionate. Mm-hmm. Very passionate. Wow, was that a Sorry, bird? guys. I closed my mouth and everything and it still sounded disgusting. You sounded like a frog. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so this is just this is just one on my, uh, on my list. And it's not the good list. I have two lists. You, when I tell somebody they're on my list, they have to guess which one. That's it. <laughs> guess the list. Yeah. So, I mean, that's it. That's all I have to say about it. It wasn't It wasn't feminist. It was strange um, and unrealistic. <laughs> and 
that's what I'll say. I mean, I don't, I, not everything has to be realistic. That's not what I'm saying. But, I mean, unrealistic, like, the stuff about Buffy breaking down into tears. Yeah, the okay, so, that like, somebody... that's, that's something else, because I think Sarah Michelle Gellar is a very talented actress, and I think... Yeah, I agree. When she really cries in this show, it's heartbreaking. Like, yeah. the episode where, um, well, A, like, uh, um, becoming, when she kills Angel, and she yeah. cries after, like after she stops him it's so sad and just so heartbreaking this she cries when her mom's sick yeah yeah a couple episodes ago when she cried over the sink that one was really affecting and so i'm confused as to what they thought this was like gonna like am i supposed to be affected by this like am i supposed to think like oh buffy must really miss riley like because yeah exactly what it makes me think of is like it makes me think i'm not supposed to take it seriously it, I completely agree. Like, I was like, is this supposed to be funny? Is it supposed to be Because she's crying, sad? like, in a fake way. Yeah, and, like, it, it also... So she... The first time she does it, she's talking to Tara. Excuse me. Um, she's talking to Tara, and Tara gives her a hug. And then the second time she does it, everybody just stands there and looks at her. <laughs> and if one of my friends spontaneously burst into tears, I would be like, hey, let's go sit down. Yeah, I mean, like, I know the troll was there, but, like, nobody even moves over near her mm-hmm. or anything like that. And, like, I don't know. So, like, that part was just so weird for me. It threw me off. Yeah. Like, I was like, what is this? I do not <laughs> understand this. It just Ugh. makes you want to not take it seriously. Yeah, yeah. Which is just a very weird decision to make. Who yeah. wrote this? Let's dox them. Yep. Um. I told you I wanted names. Hit me. Uh. Oh, young nun. No, that's a character in the show. Um, oh, I was like <laughs> young nun. Written by Jane Espenson. Jane, you've she, done some good ones. She's written some good ones. I'm. Tell me sad. what else? Can you she's, listen, please? She wrote. Um. Uh, the replacement, which is the half, the two Xanders. Okay, that was another man. This girl has a style. Um, um. Oh, she wrote. Holy crap! She wrote one of my all-time favorite episodes. She wrote some of season seven's best episodes. Um. Uh, she wrote Band Candy. If you remember that one, Gingerbread. Uh, I do. Wow, she really specializes in just like. The bizarre episodes. Yeah. Pangs, that's the one with um, werewolves, I think. Um, yeah, it is. I and think? then, oh, Superstar. Superstar. She wrote the one with Jonathan. Jonathan. Yeah, so she's got a style. Yeah, okay. Okay, I get it. I get it a little bit more now. She, what was the one? Oh, we, Triangle. She that's always right. has. This is, oh, she wrote Double Meat Palace. Yeesh. Um. Double Meat Palace. It's the name of a fast food restaurant. Um, oh. I have to go. <laughs> my mom says I have to go home. My mom said I have to leave. Right now, immediately. Uh, <laughs> okay. I mean, I really am over it, if you want to sign off. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm like, I'm like, I got other stuff to do today. I can't talk about triangles anymore. <laughs> no more triangles for me. No more shapes. I'm done with math. No more shapes. Yep. All right, everybody. Well, 
next week we'll watch one that is undoubtedly probably better than this one. Um, let me see what the next one is. Hold all on. right, let me know. Let me know. Let me see. I don't want to make any false promises. Uh, boy, do I not remember anything about this. Hold on. Um, oh, ooh, the next one is really good. Excellent. What is it called? Checkpoint. Checkpoint. All right, everybody. Next week we're watching season five, episode 12, Checkpoint. Um, it's supposed to be really good, according to Beth. So, it's a lot of, um, it's, it's just fun. It's, it's, it's fun for the whole family. It's feel good. <laughs> All right, everybody. <laughs> Tune in next week to have some fun with us. Uh, until then, you can follow us on Twitter at Buffy underscore speak. Um, and talk to us there, you know? Just do Let it. Let us know about ships. What else did you ask them? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let us know about that uh, other TV show that Beth wanted to know about. Oh, 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 Marvel's Runaways. Please, if you've seen it, please let me know if I should waste my time. Alrighty, everybody. <laughs> we'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.